you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is The Andy Stork Show. Let's go. Welcome to the new podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I am so grateful that you are joining me today on this new journey, The Andy Storch Show, and it has launched recently, and it took a little bit of decision, um, a little bit of deliberating and talking and thinking about what to do with the next iteration of this show And uh, I've already talked about this a little bit in a previous episode, but I was really unsure about where I wanted to go with the Entrepreneur Hot Seat once I hit episode 100. I knew I wanted to change it. I knew I wanted to do something different. I was getting ideas from different people and soliciting ideas and feedback from a lot of different friends and people. And uh, I was having a hard time making a decision. And one of my friends, who is a very successful coach named Devin Bandison reached out to me and offered me a free coaching session to help me gain more clarity and figure this out. And me being the podcaster that I am, loving to put great content out there that I think would be helpful to other people. And also in my quest to get vulnerable and do things that are uncomfortable, I asked him if we could record the coaching call. And he said, sure, of course. So I said, if it gets too crazy, then you know maybe I won't put it out there, but it, it didn't. It was a really great coaching call, and he helped me think through my vision, my desired end state, if you will, where I want to be, what I want to accomplish in the next year, and what I want to do with my podcast and my personal brand. And I think that that exercise will be helpful for all of you. So think about that as you're listening to this. But today I'm presenting to you the recording of that coaching call that I did with Mr. Devin Bannison. Now, if you don't know Devin, he is an author, a speaker, a coach. He works with big organizations up in New York City. He also coaches entrepreneurs and individuals. He is also the author of a great book called Fatherhood is Leadership, which I have read. Uh, I bought it the minute it came out because I knew him and I knew it would be good and it did not disappoint. And uh, I actually have a signed copy because I had been following him on social media, finally met up with him in New York City a year ago, a little more, and uh, was able to get him to sign that copy. And then we did a conference together recently, and I did a short interview with him on my other podcast, The Talent Development Hot Seat, where he talked about his three eyes of leadership. And he covers a little bit of that in this coaching session today. So I know he's a great coach. I know he's a great guy. He's very authentic. I know he cares about me. And so I was quick to take him up on the offer to coach me about this uh, podcast situation. And I, as I was coming up to it, I thought this would probably be helpful for some of my listeners, especially if you've never hired a coach or had any kind of coaching session, you're wondering what it might sound like. Well, you can get a taste of that today. You can listen to Devin Bandison coaching me. And uh, I try to hold nothing back here to be completely open, honest, authentic, vulnerable. I don't think I held anything back. I don't think he did either. And so I hope it's enjoyable. If you get value from this, let me know. I would appreciate it. If you want to see more of this in the future, I know a lot of coaches. I've thought about starting a whole podcast where I just bring them on and coach me. (laughs) And I didn't know how interesting that would be to listeners or not. So let me know either way if this is something you loved or it's something that you didn't like. uh, Hit me up on Facebook or LinkedIn or send me an email to andystorch at gmail.com. Without further ado, I give you my coaching session with Mr. Devin Bandison. What's up, man? I, um, I really appreciate you reaching out to me and offering me this opportunity to do a little bit of coaching with you. You and I have known each other for a little while now, and I know you are, at least in my mind, a very successful speaker and coach because you've been out there helping a lot of people. You've made a business out of it. And uh, it's something I aspire to do as well. So uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, my pleasure, Andy. I I love what you're up to. And in my humble opinion, coaching is the best uh, profession in the world, at least for me, because it's an opportunity to really make a difference in people's lives and get paid for being me and helping people. Uh, And it's also a profession that I think that 
the more you learn about yourself, the more you grow and invest in yourself, the better a coach you'll be. So uh, it just was in line with who I was being in the world. So, and I reached out to you because I saw you did a post and you started this exciting adventure and this new podcast. And, and I know that uh, there's a gift and a curse of social media, right? Like mm-hmm. you have, you make a post and I think your post was like, I'm thinking about naming the podcast. Right. Right. And, and I was going to respond and then I was like, oh, I've seen this before and, yes. and it could be really helpful yeah. or, right, it could be really like counterproductive because you'll get all these ideas and sometimes it will take you away from kind of who you are. And that's what you want this this podcast to be from my experience with you. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I want it to be me and I want it to be really helpful to anyone who listens to it. And I guess the third part of it that that tied into that post of, you know, hey, what advice, feedback, ideas do you have for me? Is that I guess one thing I've learned about myself over the, the years is that I love flexibility. I really value flexibility. And I don't like pigeonholing myself in anywhere. And even though I know I have listened to all the advice about, you know, the riches are in the niches and you got to go an inch wide and a mile deep and all that stuff. I often resist that because I like knowing a little bit about a lot of things and connecting with people on all kinds of different subjects and being able to help people in lots of different areas. And so I think part of it, when I think about picking one subject, like let's say it's fear or it's mindset or it's entrepreneurship, which I've done for the last year and a half. I'm resistant to that a little bit because I'm afraid of of eliminating other things, I guess. Mm, gotcha. So what if this wasn't really an either or proposition, right? Yeah. What, what would that look like? Right? I know that when I started, people were saying getting into a niche, right? And then yeah. I traveled a little and I feel like I've evolved and now I call it a niche, right? Niche. So, so, <laughs> right? So, but, very cultured. Right, right. But whatever you call it, yeah. right, it really comes down to what you want to do. Right. So with that in the context, what would make this an extraordinary conversation for you? This conversation right now? Yeah. In the context of, you know, how we started it, I would say that I've been talking to a lot of people about this idea and I am still not quite decided if I could use this conversation to gain more clarity, then that would be I mean, if it, if it gave me more clarity and or, you know, more confidence in the direction I'm going to go from here, then that would be a big win. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we just have a good conversation, I learned some things, that would be a win too. But uh, if I can gain the clarity, that would be that'd probably be the biggest goal. Okay, great. So when you talk about get more clarity, what, what does that look like to you? It looks like me finishing to the day and going to bed tonight thinking man, I know exactly what I'm going to do tomorrow and the next day as I move into this next phase of, we'll call it my personal brand and this new podcast. Okay. So this isn't just about the podcast and the name of the podcast. It's it's what are you doing with growing your brand and your business? Yeah. And I think that the added element or part of it that maybe I don't know, it doesn't really confuse things, but it's, it's almost like I have two sides to things, right? Because I've got my main business, which, which you know is in talent development. I sell and run training and development for big companies. And I have a podcast there, the Talent Development Hot Seat. And I've been building my authority and doing stuff on social media for that. And uh, I'm very confident and sure of that and where it's going. Not that I'm also not trying to improve. I get some great feedback from a colleague and a listener yesterday that it's going to cause me to change a little bit, make a tweak to how that podcast is run. But the other side is, I mean, you, you and I have been connected. We watch each other. I've been developing a personal brand out there trying to help people along with this podcast. And I have a vision in the future where, like you, I'll be out there coaching and speaking and helping thousands of other people live life intentionally, love their life like you and I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to make sure that I'm taking the right steps to, to lay that foundation. I'm I'm probably more patient about it than I've ever been. I'm okay with taking the steps. I don't, it doesn't need to be tomorrow, but I want to make sure that I'm kind of going in the right direction. And I see this next iteration of the podcast, which by the way, we could, we could pause because a couple of people have asked, well, like, why do you need to change it? And this is also almost like a problem I'm creating for myself, right? Because 
the podcast that I have now, the Entrepreneur Podcast, is fine. I just published episode 99 this week. 100 will be coming up next week. I just kind of put that line in the sand a few weeks back as that would be a good time to change things up because, you know, to be honest, I'm a little bit bored with that only talking entrepreneurship. I love talking about all topics of personal development on that podcast. And so I want something that is going to allow me to do that and help me continue to develop that personal brand. Great. Good. Good stuff. You're getting clearer. So Mm -hmm. um, you talked about your vision. I love that, right? So I just want you to take yourself to, we're going to bring the future to the present, right? Okay. So, but we got to go there first. So we're sitting down and we're in October, 2019. uh, Okay. One year from now. One, I mean, sorry, one year from now, we're in October 2019. Either I'm out there with you, you're in New York. Say we're in New York. We're sitting down. Cool. And you're telling me that this vision that you had last year, since we talked, this has been the most extraordinary year, right? <laughs> yeah. I want you to talk to me from that place. Tell me, have the conversation of what's going on in your life right now and how this last year has been an extraordinary year. I like that. Well, let me tell you, Devin, what's happened in the last year since we had that conversation in October 2018 over yeah. Zoom. And I'm so glad we're able to do this in person now in New York City, yes. the city in the world. Me too. Um, outside of Gainesville, Florida, that's the greatest city in the world. But uh, what's happened in the last year, a couple things. I'll put in kind of three buckets. So number one, on the business side with my talent development business, my partner Bennett and I have grown that and we have hit our big revenue goal, which is that we're going to do $3 million this year in revenue between us, which is going to take both of us to an income well above what we've had in the past and doing it the right way where we have worked with some really great clients that we enjoy working with, connecting with really great programs. I've been out traveling, facilitating workshops for clients that that I like, going to conferences, meeting a lot of new people. And my talent development podcast has continued to grow. It's, it's helped me establish me as uh, or my authority in that space, in that niche, if you will, of talent development. And uh, I mean, let's see, it's, it's a year from now. So I'm getting close to episode 100 of the talent development hot seat. Mm-hmm. And I've had so many great guests and developed lots of great relationships. And so that's been awesome. And uh, it's really allowed me to connect and, and build authority. I've been speaking at some events and podcasting at some events like the one we did together a year ago in September of last year. And I've had more opportunities like that, which has just been so cool. On the personal branding front, I, you know, about the time right after we talked, I started the new iteration of my podcast. I changed the Entrepreneur Hot Seat to um, what it is today. And that podcast has been so fun. It's been invigorating because I have been able to talk to a lot of really cool, interesting guests like you and like the other people I've had on the show where they're sharing all kinds of great advice for my listeners, people who are looking for a little bit more, a little bit more fulfillment out of life, right? They want to just get a little bit better, follow their passion, um, maybe push past the fears that they have and we're able to really pursue their dreams and live life more intentionally, live that life they want, really love their lives like we do. And... I've had a lot of people reach out to me, thanking me for what I've been doing with the podcast. People have been connecting me. I started a group around that where we have a lot of people connecting, interacting, starting conversations, forming friendships because of it. And that's been really cool. And I've also just been building a lot more of a reputation there. I've gotten a couple of speaking gigs from that as well, um, where I've been speaking at some conferences about the topics that you know we cover on the show. So that I think has been really fun. It's been really cool. I liked it a lot. And then on the family side of things, I'm still really connected with my wife. We support each other in everything we do. I still work from home. I'm having a good time be with my kids every day when I'm there. And we've traveled a pretty good amount over the last year too. We took a long trip, long road trip. And we even uh, were able to go live in another town for a couple months over the summer to get out of Florida which was always the dream to get out of Florida every summer because it's too hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's what's happened over the last year, man. It's been, a, it's been an incredible year. I got to tell you. That's awesome. So, so we're still there and you've created this 3 million in revenue, which mm-hmm. you've done it the right way with your partner. Yep. yep. Connected in all these arenas with all these people, interviewed cool people, mm-hmm. uh, relationships. You've done your hundred 
episode of this new podcast where you really, it sounds like fun has been very important to you that having this kind of mix of like work and fun, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not having fun. It's not worth worth it. I'm not doing it. So, and then you have the two months, you spend a lot of time with the kids, you're, you're getting out of Florida. So all this stuff has, you've been able to create, how has that made your life better? Well, uh, I like that question. So how it's made my life better is, you know, my life was good when we talked a year ago. It's better because I'm having more impact. That's number one, right? I'm out there helping people. And as a result, I mean, I'm making more connections. So I have more connections with people. And I have more opportunities in front of me because of the, especially because of the financial benefits of growing the business the way we have. And I think more opportunities for me long-term with everything I might want to do with the personal brand. But I think it's just that I'm so fulfilled with everything I'm doing on a daily basis. You know, Not everything, but most of it, that I'm just having even more fun than I was before. And that's a lot of it is driven by spending a lot of time within personal relationships and being able to make an impact. So I'm hearing what's coming up for you is like, so you have these goals, but I always look at like, what's the goal behind the goal, right? And for you, this being like fulfilled and fun, it sounds like there's a couple areas that's important to bring through this fulfillment, which is impact, connectivity, and having opportunities. Yep. My three eyes that go in line is, is usually, this is where people look through is uh, intimacy, which is your relationships, mm-hmm. you know, impact. Uh, and for you, it could be influence or income, right? It could be yep. those three eyes. Yeah. So I want to, I want to just show you something really quick, Okay. which as you can see, I've been, let me, let me, let me just preface this by saying I'm a true artist. Uh, I've been, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, you can see, and if you think this isn't good art, it's abstract. Okay. That's nice. uh, is that an L or is that a graph? <laughs> anyway, for me, it's like, we have these things which I call the goal line. Okay. Okay. So these are good. These are things we put in the sand. These are the things that you, you know, 3 million in sales. We got, you know, hundred episodes. I'm speaking. I'm taking two months with the kids. It's always good because, you know, that's part of our growth. Like, can we set big goals or mini goals, right? Micro goals are good because for us to get to these big goals, you and I can always break down the mini goals. What's the next smallest Mm -hmm. goal? And a lot of people get caught up on goal line. And what happens is a lot of people achieve a lot. And then all of a sudden they're unfulfilled. Right. Mm, yep. So, so they get all this and then they're like, Devin, I'm still not happy. Mm-hmm. So the other line, which some people don't take in mind is what I call the soul line. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So you got the goal line and the soul line. So the goal is the achievement gap. This is kind of, the game of life, mm-hmm. right? I got these goals. I'm playing the game of life. Yep. The soul line is living life. Hmm. The soul line is, is also considered like the learning line, right? Mm-hmm. And the best way is who am I becoming as I, so for instance, when I had goals of uh, say I was six figures or 100,000 or 250,000 mm-hmm. and 500,000, whatever the financial goal, what yeah. was interesting was who I became. So I set the goal, say it was 250,000. Yeah. I achieved it. And when I got to 250, what was important, what was interesting was 250 meant nothing at that point. Right. Not because I was, it was who I became a totally new person or I, I, grow, I grew and evolved as a person. So mm. who I'm being yeah. is really important, more, just as important or more than what I'm doing. Right, which is, which is a reminder that it's, the journey is just as important as reaching those goals and who you are along the way. Right, and it's not an either or thing. Mm-hmm. It's an end. Most leaders, Andy, are effective, but not authentic. So they're like, I get a lot of stuff done, mm-hmm. but I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. Or they'll be really authentic. I was myself today. I was in the backyard with crystals and met, but they're not effective, right? right? So, so the job is how do we, which it, it, it all, you exude it when you talk about fulfillment and fun and being you, if it's not mm-hmm. fun, of aligning authenticity with your effectiveness. Yeah. 
Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank well, you. Okay. So the question is, as we look at these goals, who do you need to be to be a person who creates that in his life? I don't know, because my gut reaction is I just need to be me. Like I am, Tell me about that. Well, I know I'm capable of doing all the things that I said. There's nothing, not one of those things that I said, and then I was like, oh, no, I don't think I could do that. I mean, certainly all of them take a lot of work, you know, prioritization, working efficiently, effectiveness, like you said, and probably getting a little bit uncomfortable in, in some areas. But I am 100% confident that I can do all those things. I mean, the, the business stuff I laid out, I know exactly what I need to do and how we're going to get there. Uh, the the podcast, you know, personal brand, I've been trying stuff. I've been working on that. Certainly, I could use more help and improvement. And that's part of why we're on this call today. Uh, but I have now, I've definitely made the transformation from who am I to put this stuff out there and try to help me to, you know, who am I not? I know I have these capabilities. I've seen how I've helped people and people thank me for it. And I know and seeing how much I love it. And I know I have the capability. It's just the method, right? Which is kind of what we're talking about. So I just need to be me. And part of being me, as you know me, is I need to be constantly growing, which means I need to keep learning and connecting with new people, surrounding myself with really great people like you and learning as much as I can and then implementing some of those things. And the flip side of that, that I need to do to be successful is to remain focused and avoid a lot of the distractions that come my way. Because when you do surround yourself with a lot of great people and more, I mentioned opportunities, those opportunities come up and they can easily become a distraction. I'm sure you have plenty of opportunities coming your way because of all the success you've had. And it's so easy to say like, oh yeah, I want to go do that. I want to go do that. And then it pulls you away from the main things you need to focus on. So those are the, the kind of the dichotomy of the two main things but I know I've got it all right there and I've got the, the, the capabilities. Perfect. And I agree. You're whole and complete. I just want to get accurate with something hmm. because, you know, I'm a big believer. We got to get accurate. You know, you, a GPS can't go somewhere if I, if I don't have the right. So we know where we want to go, but let's get accurate because in the beginning of the conversation, what's interesting, there was a shift that happened. In the beginning of the conversation, you told me you needed confidence. What you just told me now, when we were, in the beginning, what you yeah. just told me now was I'm a hundred percent confident that I can. Yeah. So what what was that shift? What what is the distinction between when you told me earlier? Well, I, I mean, if I could push back a little bit and and tell you the the distinction, I think is to say, if I needed to visit you in New York tomorrow, I'm a hundred percent confident I could get there. I just don't know if I should fly United Airlines or Southwest. You know what I mean? So are you looking for a how to? Well, I, I think the clarity I'm looking for is, well, one, I mean, it's nice to know that I am heading in the right direction and that I can do these things. And this is all of this is helpful. Yeah. The clarity is, is more about the, what is the approach, especially with the personal brand? You know, what does that podcast look like? Which method am I using to come visit you? Am I flying United or Southwest? Or am I packing the family up in a car and we're taking a two-week road trip to New York? you know, to go visit Devin and other friends up there and, and, you know, making a trip out of it. What's our method for coming to visit you when we do? So a method or a system. Or am I getting on my bike and raising money and taking like six months to write? Yeah. <laughs> well, are you, right? Because right. I think for me, the distinction is not the how-to. We're in a day and age where if I wanted to be a chef, I could go on YouTube or Google how to do anything. That's right. Right, you can get distracted. It's, yep. The distinction is not the how to, is the want to. Yeah. Right. So you had mentioned something about being distracted, and yeah. really, it's where do you want to put your time and attention? Because I'm a big believer that the results you have is perfect for the system you're using. So every result we get is perfect for the system we're using. Yeah. Right. Mm. So you tell me if it's United or JetBlue, right? Because it's yeah. only a choice. It's right. not a, what if there wasn't no, there wasn't any 
uh, perfect way to do this. It was like, what is the next smallest step that Andy needs to do to create that future? Right. So, or, if you, or, or what if it doesn't matter that much? Like, just get on the plane. It, it doesn't. So let <laughs> me, you know, here's the distinction. Choice versus decision. And a lot of people mess this up. And, okay. and I'm sure this is hard to get. Yeah. A decision, if you look at the, not hard, but we've been conditioned. Decision is from the Latin root side, right? Yeah. Suicide, decide, homicide, which means to separate. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we get in our analytical thinking and we need to separate instead of just making a choice and doing. A choice mm-hmm. is just, I chose it. So here's a difference. All right. Uh, vanilla ice cream, chocolate ice cream, choose. Can I mix them? No, choose. <laughs> All right, I'll take the vanilla. Why? I don't know. I just feel like I like it a little bit more. My dad always liked vanilla ice cream. I don't know. Great. That's a decision. You yeah. separate it, you end the thing. Yeah. Vanilla, chocolate, choose. I chose vanilla. What do you mean? Okay, you chose vanilla. Why'd you choose vanilla? Because I chose vanilla last time. I wanted to stay consistent. I wanted to choose chocolate this time. That's a decision. All right. Vanilla, chocolate, choose. <laughs> I'm going to take chocolate this time. All right. Why? Because I already had vanilla. I'm trying to shake things up. Right. I like variety. So now, now stay with me. Now, if you went outside and looked in the sky. Yeah. I can and, and I say, right well, I, I say, look up. What is that? What would you say? Sky, clouds. Okay, sky, clouds. And I say, why is it a sky or cloud? I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of science behind it, but it's just always been there as far as I know. It is. Because yeah. it is. Right. Right? Look up. It's that because it is. Right? Yep. So yep. vanilla, chocolate, choose. <laughs> I'm going to go with chocolate again. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah, because I already have vanilla twice, so I'm going to try chocolate again. You see how every time you're trying to analyze why this is a good reason. Yeah. When a choice is vanilla, chocolate, choose chocolate. Why did you choose it? Because I chose it. Yeah. Right. Do you see the difference with that? Mm -hmm. So you can get a methodology and say, I'm going to go here. Or you could choose to take the next step and create the system you want. Yeah. And what you remind me of decision. Yeah. What what you remind me of is something I've thought about many times, which is when I look back at all the difficult decisions or choices that I was faced with, I almost always made the right choice in that, not that it was the better choice. It's just that whatever I chose worked out because that's what I chose. And then I had to live with that. Like, I mean, certainly you can choose the, the quote wrong line at the grocery store, right? Or the long, wrong way route to get to work if there's a car accident or whatever. But usually it's like, okay, well, I chose this and this is my, you know, like when you reached out to me, I was like, yeah, that sounds awesome. But I have so much stuff going on. I could have said no and we wouldn't be talking. We'd both be fine. I'm glad I said yes, because this conversation is hugely impactful, but it's not like either one would have been the wrong choice. Right. Perfect. So with that, and even if I got on the wrong grocery line, I yeah. may have met my future wife. So <laughs> true. I mean, I've had many things like that happen yeah. as well. Right. So, so I love it. So you understand that distinction. So now yeah. when you look at your personal brand and you say, okay, what is this that I want to create? What do you want to choose? Yeah. See, and that's why I, I got it off of social media with all those decisions to make, which one is better. Yeah. Yep. And so let's go in for you of like, I'm hearing impact, connectivity, opportunity, relationships, fun. Mm-hmm. So tell me what comes up as you hear these things. Me doing me, doing things the way I want to do it with that flexibility to do things how I want to do it, connecting with a lot of people, having great conversations and just doing it under my brand. The Andy Storch Show or whatever it is, Andy Storch Podcast. With, you know, what I've been thinking about is that with themes, you know, these other things that I want to talk about, like moving past fear, like having a growth mindset or a mindset of abundance or like uh, living life intentionally or exercising or mindfulness or all these things that I'm into and that I'm passionate about and I want to help people with. There can be themes for that at, at different times. But it allows me the flexibility to switch around and to stay under one umbrella 
where I can have those conversations and, and talk about things and hopefully have an impact. And, and there's the, all those things, this kind of, you like being flexible, you like learning in different modalities. Mm -hmm. Does that sound in line with you doing you, you the Andy Stort show or podcast? Yeah, it, I mean, it is me. Like I, myself, and I have learned that growth is hugely important to me. I mean, think about decisions and, you know, I, I try not to look back anymore. It seems like a tragedy to me that I didn't discover personal development until they're age 35, but I did when I did. And I'm on the, you know, on the journey and, and have been so much more fulfilled because of all the growth that I've been doing the last few years. And I want to help other people with that. I want to do that. So I mean, with that in mind, you know, certainly it could be called something like the, the personal development show or whatever, but I feel like that's just a lost in a sea of, I'm, I'm sure there are tons of others like that. And I want, my name, my brand to be recognizable because if I'm really honest, yeah. as much as I love helping other people, it's not, I'm not completely selfless. Like I like the attention. I like people knowing who I am. I want those speaking opportunities. I want my name on things. And so I think that that helps with that, but I don't know because I'm not a marketing expert. Right? No, and who said you need a marketing expert? Like right. you're, the, you're the best you that, of anyone, yeah. right? So... I never marketed anything personally. I know. You know, for me, it was show up. If I can get in people's world and build relationships, that's how one relationship at a time. And what I love about what you're saying, like knowing you is we also teach what we need to learn the most. So like, as you go up this learning line, like you love learning. That's what brings you alive. That's what's fun. Yep. You have a creation of you in this podcast that one, allows you to do that. And two, why wouldn't you? Sometimes we make wrong that we like to be seen. That's like someone saying, I don't like to be seen, so I'm right. Yeah. No, <laughs> right? So no, because yeah. you not being seen, maybe you, by you being seen, you're helping someone else come out and unconsciously be a better version of them. So yeah. what if that wasn't wrong to want to be seen? If there's no perception that that is wrong, then I would f fully embrace it. I already kind of do anyway. Uh, but yeah, I would embrace it even more. Perception by who? Well, the easy answer is society writ large, right? I mean, that is the deems that people should be humble and not want to brag or be out there or, or like want their name or everything. Although... We also love and idolize people who do that, which is kind of funny, right? But I'm not as worried about those perceptions anymore. And I'm not worried about, you know, if you asked me a couple of years ago, do you want to start a podcast and call it The Andy Storch Show? I'd be like, are you crazy? Like, who am I to do that? And now I'm not worried about that because I am who I am. And if people want to listen to me, follow me, that's awesome. And if they don't, that's cool. That's fine with me too. Yeah. Like my answer would be, who are you? You're Andy Storch. It would be a little weird if you called it the John Lennon show. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> what other show would it yeah. be called? Well, I was thinking about starting the Devin Vanderson show. Well, I mean that, you know, uh, we'll, we'll have to talk about something. I mean, everybody, I, I know the three eyes. I've seen your <laughs> keynote. I got, I got your stuff down. So <laughs> I feel like I gotta run with that for a little while, but then people will probably figure it out. They're like, where's the New York accent? It's kind of weird, but I'm not you. I'm not you. Yeah, but you're you. So the Andy Stort show. And right. one of the greatest things is actually a lot of people have an outside in kind of thinking. Yeah. They, they'd say things like, she made me feel this way. Mm -hmm. Or what's happening in our, on TV and the Oh judge. yeah. Victim mindset, right? Well, All this is because of other people that are doing outside things. Outside in, right? right? But it's actually, you know, the awareness that there's nothing outside that can cause me to feel. It's my thinking about it. Yeah. And I can go in a room and you're going to have experiences like this as you speak all over the world, um, which you will. And people, they're going to give feedback and you're going to get 99, say you get 99%. Great. Well, Andy was amazing. And then yeah. you might have the one person that says, Somebody's oh, not going to like it. Right? So what I realized was like, do I want to spend my life trying to please people yeah. or do I come from a place of serving and how you create me? is none of my business. Yeah. 
If you create me as the most inspirational, great guy, that's great. If you create me as this guy's arrogant, that's great. And, yeah. and both of them is none of my business. It doesn't get in the way of me showing up and being of service and, and bringing what I want to bring to the world. Right. That's on them. That's up to them. It's their perception. And you're going to do what you can to help people like you so that you can have more of an impact and influence, but you can't worry about that too much. I love, uh, I don't know if you follow Gary Vee, but I, I love some of his stuff on this. He, he t- I actually saw him speak a few weeks back. He was here in Orlando for one day event. And he talked about stop living your life for other people. Like, yeah. Why are you worried about, you use all these things you want to do and you're not doing it because this one person, it's your mom or someone else that, you know, is critical of you and you're not doing it. Or even worse, it's some anonymous person online, Mad Hatter 6984, who's right. like, this guy's an idiot. And then you're, it, it holds you back. And it's, uh, I mean, you get, you get why it does hold people back, but he makes a, a really good point. <laughs> so right. Why would you do that? Yeah. Because you, like you said, you got the 99%. If you worried about that one guy who didn't like your, your speech and was like, Devin's an idiot. I hate this guy. He's arrogant. And you stopped then you'd have all those other 99% of people who you could help and you would be able to impact their lives, but now you can't because you stopped because of one jerk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're cheating the world. Yeah. So awesome. it sounds, I mean, I don't know. You tell me, I, it, you sound pretty clear on this personal brand. Is there yeah. something still unclear here? Tell me what, what's the thought that's keeping you out of heaven at night? <laughs> never heard that question before. <laughs> I came to be out of heaven at night. Okay. So the thought is I like to be strategic to some extent, not as much as other people I know, but I want there to be, you know, you talked about where are we a year from now? And I think about the longer term vision and I want to be able to make an impact and help a lot of people. I also want to be able to monetize, right? Because I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And we all should be able to do that. And I think about the routes where that can go and what I see other people do. And I want to be able to start, you know, maybe a group around it, uh, have a conference, a movement, something. And my, probably my biggest hesitation at this point has just been, what are those things called? Because people are not, like you started a group recently, right? Called, um, what is your group called? Global Game Changers. Global Game Changers, right. So you're already answering my question because this is a great example. Because no one's going to, well, I'll say no one, but most people are probably not going to go join the Andy Storch group, right? Like there has to be a theme to the group. People don't join a group named after somebody. Like we both follow and admire Larry Hagner and love his podcast. Now his podcast was a good dad project and called it the dad. He started the dad's edge group. If he changed his podcast to the Larry Hagner show, I'd still listen to it, but I wouldn't join the Larry Hagner group. You know, I would join the dad's edge. So it's kind of like, well, what would the group be if I were going to start something? And, you know, what does the t-shirt look like? That kind of thing. Like you're wearing a dad's edge t-shirt right now. I saw it. And I've got three dad, I've got three dad's edge alliance hats in my house. I wear them all the time because I, I love the brand and what he does, but I wouldn't wear a Larry Hagner shirt. So my question has been in my mind is like, okay, well, what does that group name look like if I'm running the Andy Storch show? Okay. So what does the group look like? Right. What does the group look like? And what's missing here, it sounds like, is the thing that you that this is all revolves about is the impact that you want to make. And the impact doesn't need to be in some imagined future. Yeah. What would it mean to make the impact right now? So if you're making impact on just one person, the next person right now, and you're organically growing something or you end up putting something together, people will come. What does that look like for you? What is the thing that you would want to join? What is that? I don't know. I mean, I guess it depends on what maybe the topic at hand or what I'm particularly interested in at that time. But in general, it's a group that is focused on personal development and getting better in every area of my life, you know, growing a business, making more money, having better relationships, being a better parent for those who are and getting the most out of life and um, doing the things that I mentioned that I said I want to talk about on the show that might be the themes, which are moving past fears, pursuing our dreams, living life intentionally, being fulfilled, really loving the life that we have. And so it'd be something around that. And so I guess the the name would be one of those things or, or something like that. Okay. So you got the Andy Storch show. 
Yep. And now you have a group and you're looking to get, you're going to go into the group you, you're going to create. You're not going to go into a group that you don't love. So what comes up is you think of what would be, if you want to get a name of the group now, we could wait and we can say, you know, three Christmases can pass or Hanukkah and we can wait for the third Hanukkah and Christmas to get a name. Yeah. Or we can choose a name that would be exciting and for us and knowing that it may evolve. Yeah. Right. So if yeah. I'm being Andy, if yeah. I'm at my highest self, if I'm operating with this flexibility to understand in this personal development and the impact I want to make on people's life. Yeah. What embodies that to you? I don't know. There's, there are a lot of things. There are a lot of names. I've been lately on this idea of, uh, which came from others, Starve Your Fears idea, which I had posted in there. It was one of the like, titles I was considering for the podcast. And I still love that as a theme. And I took that from Grant Cardone in his book, The, uh, the 10X Rule, uh, which I loved right at the beginning of this year. And my, my partner made us t-shirts that say Starve Your Fears. Yeah. Um, and I get compliments on it. And I think about all the things I've accomplished. It's been because I have been able to get out of my you know, comfort zone and go try something new and push past the fear of well, what will happen if I do this. And I think that's one of the biggest keys for so many people is like, get intentional about what you need to do, what you want to do. Well, figure out, like maybe at first it's figured out, right? Do some deep thinking, talk to others, then get intentional about how you're living your life and lining up with your goals. And then you've got to get outside of your comfort zone to go try and do those things. Like, I know that's part of your story as well. I remember reading in your book, you flew out to, I think it was in Ojai, right? California. You went to a, like a, an event there to learn how to become a coach. And that launched the career that you're in now. And I'm sure you were scared as hell when you went out there and did that because it was way outside of anything you've done in the past. And I've done some of those things too and been really scared. And looking back, we're both very grateful for all those times that we did those things because they're all part of who we are. So, I mean, something along those lines. So, Starve Your Fears comes up for you and you really liked it and you, you feel like that connects with you. Yeah. So, what's the fear but behind Starve Your Fears? What's the fear behind Starve Your Fears? Yeah. Like, like that, why, why would I be afraid? Like, what am I afraid of? Why wouldn't I just do it? Yeah. Like, if you said Starve the Fears is the community I want to create. Yeah. Then... Uh, there's two fears, a serious one and a joking one. The serious one is that again, that it like pigeonholes me, right. That it it somehow like eliminates these other options of things that I could be starting groups for that we could be talking about. Well, the second one was if I, if, if I started the starve your fears podcast, or if that was a big theme, then I would have to keep doing things that scare me, which would be really scary. Right. Um, but would be awesome. And then the other one that uh, is just the funny one is that I'm afraid that Grant Cardone would like come after me. And, and that guy, I don't know if you've like watched him. Really, he's, he's kind of intimidating. So, but I don't think that's a huge deal. I actually went and I looked up when, when this idea came to me. I think it was Nick Elkins and Vincent Buglese who actually gave me this idea a few days ago. And I went on to go see who was using the website. and There was nothing there. And I went on GoDaddy and it was actually available, which was crazy. Starveyourfears.com. So I bought it. So I have the domain. So it's like ready to go. I just, you know, have to decide if I'm going to do something with that or not. Interesting. I mean, there's all kinds of fears, mental, physical, spiritual, mm -hmm. that all go around the baseline of personal development. Mm -hmm. And that I don't know if that's a pigeonhole. I don't know. And, and if there's a, a podcast named it or you still name it your name and your group from that podcast is right. Solve Your Fears. But it sounds... Like that's something, you know, people talk about stealing, you know, you don't want to steal, you want to steal like an artist, right? There's a, yeah. there's a, Austin Kleon wrote a book called Steal Like an Artist. And if you ever look at like, so my coach was a big Elvis fan and I used to make fun of him because I used to say, Elvis stole from all the great, you know, jazz musicians of the yeah. time and stuff. Yeah. And he made a good point. He says, artists never think like that. If you ever think of an artist, they always say, I've been influenced. Mm -hmm. I've right. been influenced. Yeah, by I'm inspired, people. yeah. I've been inspired because there's, there's no, we've all been influenced by others. We take, you know, whatever, you go to Tony Robbins, you go here, I've been to Byron mm -hmm. Katie, I've been mm -hmm. to Len, all this stuff. And yeah. then you make it your own. 
Right. That doesn't mean, see, we're not copying people like a copycat was saying, how do I try this on and yeah. make it my own? Right. So yeah. if that, that's something I would try on and see like how that feels to you. Yeah. Well, that's so true. And I, it's, it's also like something that I've had to move past, you know, you think about imposter syndrome, that kind of thing that I put a lot more content out there. Now I do some videos and posts and, and have my podcast. And most of it is like, I learned it from following Gary Vee or Tony Robbins or Devin Bandison or Larry Hagner or, you know, all these different people. And it's not that original but all of them learn things from following other people and reading books and all those things. And it's like, um, actually, when I was at Podcast Movement in Philadelphia in June, um, Pat Flynn gave the opening keynote and he said something that I love that was like, there are no original thoughts. It's just everybody's just repeating different things in their own way, right? It's just our own voice, our own version. I forgot exactly what he said, but that gave me a lot of comfort. It's true, man. And I liken it to my basketball career. And I know you're a sports guy. When, when I was growing up, I used to study, right? Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. And I used to literally try to mimic their moves. Right. I'd go out, I'd go in the park, I'd do this. I'd yeah. mimic it, mimic it, mimic it until a point where I got my own game. Yeah. And any learning and development, same as the coaches. When I became a coach, I just laser focus. Who's the greatest out here? I'm going to immerse myself, study them. There's part of mimic, mimic, and then I got my own voice. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not the name that's going to make this podcast. It's who you're being right. that's going to make it. Yep. And, and what I want you to keep in mind is the three words I, I be, do, have. Mm. Most people want to know, just tell me what to do first. If I know what to do, then I can have what I want, and then I'll be happy, fulfilled, I'll make the impact. Yeah. Well, sometimes people want to have, you know, if I just have the right name, if I just have the right scenario, then I can do, you know, what I want to do with this, this personal right. plan. And then I can be happy, fulfilled, go right. line, so line. The distinction is really be, do, have. If Andy is being the person he needs to be in the moment. His, his highest self, being fun, being impactful. You don't have to wait to be fun, impactful, have connections, see opportunities. Right. That's something that you can be right now. Right. You show up and be that. The doing is right here. You'll know the next step. Mm. Okay, today this is what my system is going to look like. I'm going to create the next four weeks I'm going to do this. Then I be, do, have. You know, I was a publisher. I was telling people I'm a publisher before. I mean, I'm a write, I'm an author before a year and a half before I was an author. People mm-hmm. ask me, I'm an author. Well, you right. I wrote some blogs. I'm an author because I'm coming out with a book. And yeah. so I was, I was being that. Yeah. You know, you don't do a good dad. You're being a good dad. Yeah. You don't do leadership. You're yeah. being a leader. Mm. So, so the, the thing is, be, do, have. I can be impactful. I can make connections. I can have opportunities, see opportunities. I can be that right now. Yeah. And then it's, okay, when I'm being that, I'm now present again. This is what I need to do. Put the name, get the website, get my first guest, write down some, that's when the doing comes, write down the topics. Think about who would write on the topic. How do I invite people into conversations by having a conversation? Yeah. All that stuff falls into place. Right. So I need to be the leader I want to be, be the podcaster, be the coach, be the speaker, be the author, be the person that's having impact, that's building relationships, having fun, making connections, which is all the things that I'm doing and do those things that line up with that. So, um, yeah, that's, and and then you'll have what you want and then I'll have what I want. Awesome. Because yeah, I have, this has been this has yeah. been so fun. I only have a couple minutes left. Yeah. What any other parting thoughts or advice given what we've talked about? What 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 would you have me do at this point? Yeah. So I I remember as I was building my coaching practice, I went in and I was like, I have I need to have ten clients at this, uh, five organizations, six coaching fees, uh, coaching opportunities, and this will make this. This is what I need. And I remember having the conversation. My coach said. You don't need 10 and 10 and four and two. He said, you need one. I was like, one. 
That's amazing. You're going to show me how to get one guy or one organization yeah. to pay me this amount of money. He said, yeah. no, you need the next one in front of me. You need the next one in front of you. So what I realized was for me to build a community, I really had to be the best coach I could be to Andy in a phone call here. And as I was that, as I left Andy, I was doing that again with being that with someone else. And then what happened is that is how community started to build. I started having the impact on people's lives. I started being of service. I wouldn't get caught up in marketing personal branding, because that stuff gets, I mean, that's all good. If you, if you play with it and don't make it the end all be all this whole thing at the end of the day is a real relationship business. And you are a person who really is of service to the world and don't cheat people, be that invite people, right. And starve your fear, right? Like if you're afraid, do it afraid. Yeah. Is that helpful? That's going to be the opening when I start the new podcast. I'm scared, but I'm doing this anyway. Yeah. Yeah, that is helpful. Thank you so much, Devin. This actually has been, um, this has been really helpful to me. And I'm glad I recorded it too, because I think it could be helpful to other people. But yeah, man, I, I think I had a pretty good idea of what I wanted to do going into this. And you allowed me to talk things through and get a lot more clarity and confidence. And um yeah, I'm ready to go. I know what I need to do and I'm ready. That's awesome, man. Keep up the good work and I can't wait to see what unfolds. And you let me know how I can best support you and be of service along the way. Well, we're going to have coffee in a year, October 2019, so we can recap what's transpired since then. A hundred percent. You got a deal. <laughs> All right. Thanks, David. All right, my brother. Have a great day. 